start with you, the dealer. Right. And just like you said, and finding that guy, where do you find him, first of all? So <clears throat> let's just go ahead and skip to I found him. So ideally, if a carrier, in my opinion, is doing the right job, it is what you said, it's communication. So what I do every Monday, I shoot you a text. Where are you going this week and how many are you buying? Pretty simple, right? Yep. Let you know, I'm catching you on the front end. I'm thinking about you. I'm planning on you going and doing something and I'm, you're important to me. So you would, a, pro, a proactive process. So you proactive. have a scheduled process. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be proactive in my efforts and reach out to the client. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm reaching out to you. You reply back when you have time. It might be four hours, five hours, and I'm okay with that. Just as long as you reply, I'm going or I'm not going. And I know where you go because I've been spending time with you. Yeah. Right? So you say, I'm going to Kansas City. And I'm going to buy 30 cars. Well, I've been doing it long enough. You know, and I know if you need 30 cars and the market's high, you're not going to be buying 30. You're going to buy 20 or 15. <laughs> For freshly brewed discussion on automotive sales and marketing, this is Coffee with Jason. The Coffee with Jason podcast is sponsored by Closers Coffee. For that full-bodied, rich, sweet flavor with a bright acidity, drink Closers Coffee, stay caffeinated, and keep on closing. Find out more at closerscoffee.ca. Hey, everyone. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode of Coffee with Jason. Hopefully, you're watching this live. If not, you're listening to the recording of this. Today, I have my guest, Ty, and I'm going to let Ty uh, introduce himself and just give him a, a brief explanation of how uh, what he does in the automotive industry, and then we'll get the conversation started. Ty, take it away. Thanks, Jason. It's really cool to be here. I've been following you on LinkedIn. That's how we met. So yeah, exactly. Social media. Is amazing and uh, appreciate it. my background. I'm a I'm a vendor for car dealers, so I've been in the transportation side of this, the used what we call used car space for 20 years. I had a, I used to own a large fleet of about 20 semis, and we pick up cars at dealerships, take them to auctions, and then from auctions back to dealerships. That's my brief background. Well, it's cool because you really got your th you got your thumb on the pulse of, you know, how the industry is moving. You know, it's like I, I feel like if I was going to talk to anybody, you know, to say what's shifting, what's different, you'd be the guy I'd want to come talk to first. Before I even have to see the numbers, you could tell me right out of the gate what's moving, what's not moving, right? <laughs> I do know. And, you know, there, that's, it's cool because we're in a really interesting time from my perspective and my background. And, mm -hmm. you know, we use the word disruption a lot. Yep. And some of the big players I see, or maybe not so big, but some of the disruptions I see happen to be like these online auction guys and what they're doing with their dealers and their wholesales and their trades, which actually disrupts a guy like me because I used to pick up all the wholesales at the dealership, take them to the auction, sit at the auction, guys, wait, hang on, they're going to buy more and we're going to take them back. So our dollar per mile is stupid and we're happy about it. Dealer's happy, we're happy. But now you're taking the wholesales, you're leaving them on the lot. And it, I mean, it's still new. They're, they're trying a lot of things, Joe and the gang over there. They're cool. Yeah. So, so how does that, I mean, what, is, what does that do to your guys' industry? I mean, how does that change for you? Instead of having to, you know, wait at the auction for that dealership to buy, you know, 14, 15, 16, 18 cars, you know, now there's kind of these one-off deals going on online I mean, how do you guys pivot to kind of stay in line with the changes in the industry? Yeah, that's a good question. And the reality of it is I don't have the answer. I'm, I mean, this is so fresh. You know, I did read an interesting article yesterday. Uh, 
the auto magazine. I found it on LinkedIn. It was Jim Hallett and Eric Longmiller, I believe. Mm -hmm. They're kind of the upper guys there at Car K R Odessa auction. So really what I do is I, I follow a lot of auctions, the big boys, Mannheim, Odessa, and then of course our independent auctions. And now we enter into the realm of the online auction. What's that? Yep. So the article yesterday was pretty cool because Eric is Eric and Jim are talking about physical auctions are not going anywhere. Sure. They're going to be here and they're, they're here. So when I read articles like that, it makes me feel good because you wonder <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> so I don't, I don't have an answer. I really don't. Uh, I think the bigger fleets, like I would consider myself maybe a small fleet, 20 trucks. And I don't have trucks anymore. I do coaching, consulting, training, and speak at conferences. That's, that's my game. So there, the, the car hauling industry, like a guy like ACV, he needs these little bitty guys that have a one ton and a three car trailer sure. and they just want to live off of a load board. They don't want to build a relationship with it. I'm a relationship guy. Yep. I want to get to know you. I want to become a joint partner with you. And that's what, that's really what I love about following you. See, I've, I've, people don't know I drive a truck. I mean, look, <laughs> exactly, right. or don't know that I know how to load a car or change a starter in the dark in the parking lot. I do, <laughs> I'm done. but why do I look like this? Because you're the host. I got my arms. Yep. Right. Yep. I emulate. Yep. I look like my customer. I I follow digital marketing. I know CBD. I know fixed stops. Yep. I've never worked at a dealership ever. <laughs> Well, it's it's your commitment. It's your commitment to the industry. It's commitment to your craft. For you, this is not a job. This has been a career, right? And for and for you to stay in that career, that you need to you know know what's going on, right? Like to your point, you said you want to be a partner, not necessarily just a vendor. Yeah. So the value you provide has to exceed the product or service that you're providing. Right. Exactly. And then you know, knowing knowing the stresses, and I don't want to make that a, a bad stress. But knowing yep. the stresses of the, the dealer, you know, and, and you, you had a, a blurb on LinkedIn the other day. I, I just loved it. You know, rent. Remember that one? Yes. Rent on space, anywhere between 100 to 300 bucks a month per car, per space. That's what it's costing us, man. I mean, you know, and you look at interest. What's it cost today? 25 to $50 a day for interest? For sure. What's the electric bill for you guys? 10, like 20 grand a month to keep the lights on? 100%. You know, and so as a, as a carrier, we're, <clears throat> we're kind of a weird bunch of people, honestly. It's a, I call it a dark industry. The, the car hauler guys are just weirdos. They don't understand. Island of misfit toys, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the more I can educate the car hauling industry, here's why car dealers are always fighting you and always, dang, dang, I want my cars. I need my cars. Well, why? Well, it goes like this. What do you do when you go to the auction? You buy cars. Who's the first call when you're done? I call the office. I call Peggy, yep. Susie, whoever. I need to check now because I got to get the gate passes to my second phone call, which is me, Ty. You got it. Then my third phone call typically tends to be what? The service guy, the service department. Hey, I just bought 30 cars. Ty's going to have them here tomorrow. Clean the bays out. Let's go. <laughs> so, you know, you start talking to these guys. One of my favorite mentors, I love to <clears throat> mention his name, Greg McCoy. Mm -hmm. I'm from Joplin, Missouri been there my whole life currently, you know, just moving around doing things. And Greg McCoy was a cool leader guy because he didn't ever talk to me. Never. <laughs> he was the GM and he would never talk to me. Nice. But he put somebody in charge, Terry Wesley. Terry calls his 
car hauler guy. We're going to the auction on Wednesday. We're going to buy 30 cars. You better have your trucks. You know the game. You know the drill. We're not playing around. Yes, yep. sir. <laughs> so just little things like that that, you know, car, car hauler guys are just, what's going on? You know, why are these guys in such a hurry all the time? There's reason. For sure, 100%. Yeah. So, so that's uh, kind of- with, with the with the call, car hauling, um, you know, it's funny because you know when I when I got when I had my dealerships, it was it was the one thing that I didn't know who to call, right? Because you know, like I I I it, I it was fresh for me, so I was like, I mean, I literally had to call other dealers. I'm like, hey, who do you use? You know, yeah. because because otherwise, that I mean, I I went line to Google to search someone. I couldn't even find like I I, just <laughs> couldn't, find, I couldn't find anybody, right? So I just ultimately ended up asking you know someone for that right and i remember the, the the first person that came wasn't overly impressed right like i mean didn't even come remotely close to the time uh that they anticipated they were going to be there was total lack of communication um about i mean i'm sure it was it was something simple there was maybe some traffic or something like that but there was no communication whatsoever right you know right. by the time they got there i literally the staff that were there ready to take you know to take these cars in and put them where they were they'd already gone for the day there was like only two of us were just about to close it was just it, it was a total mess right now the second person i ended up using was absolutely amazing um with very high level communication text back and forth it was like hey this is what's up this is where we're at like i remember they even sent me pictures like they text me pictures. oh yeah like they, they text me a picture saying, look, just this one's up here. This one's where uh, we're all loaded up. We're heading your direction. I was just like the level of communication was huge. Um, and I imagine that's an incredibly important part of your guys' business. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, the, one of the fun things I like about following you on LinkedIn is that we can take what you're talking about and we can actually apply it to our business. You know, a lot of this mark, digital marketing, I do it all the time. Take a video, quick video on my phone while I'm at the transport parking lot at the auction. Here's your cars. Here's the truck. They're leaving, headed your way. Be there in two hours. Dude, they love it. It's awesome. It's easy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think any dealership that's listening to this, I mean, look, you guys, um, hell, if you guys don't have your process nailed down, um, it, it is straight up money. Wasted time for you is straight up money loss. Like there's there's no other way around it. Right. So, I mean, you guys have to process the living shit out of what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, w- walk me through, you know, what would be the typical process um, that would be if you were going to the auction to pick up some cars? I mean, what are all the little moving parts that have to be put in place? That's good. And here's, here's where I like to start. I like to start with you, the dealer. Right. And just like you said, man, finding that guy, where do you find him? First of all, so <clears throat> let's just go ahead and skip to I found him. So ideally, if a carrier, in my opinion, is doing the right job, it is what you said. It's communication. So what I do every Monday, I shoot you a text. Where are you going this week and how many are you buying? Pretty simple, right? Yep. Let you know I'm catching you on the front end. I'm thinking about you. I'm planning on you going and doing something and I'm, you're important to me. So you would a, pro, a proactive process. So you proactive. have a scheduled process. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be proactive in my efforts and reach out to the client. That's cool. Yeah. So I'm reaching out to you. You reply back and when you have time. It might be four hours, five hours, and I'm okay with that. Just as long as you reply, I'm going or I'm not going. And I know where you go because I've been spending time with you. Yeah. Right? So you say, I'm going to Kansas City. And I'm going to buy 30 cars. 
Well, I've been doing it long enough. You know, and I know if you need 30 cars and the market's high, you're not going to be buying 30. You're going to buy 20 or 15. <laughs> but at least I know you're going and I know you're buying something. So to be proactive, this is what I do and nobody else does this, but I'm at the auction and I'm hanging out at the auction and I'm making sure that you know I'm at the auction. There you go. All right. And when you're done, all you have to do is hand me your gate passes. I've got trucks ready to go. We're loading them as, as, as live. I mean, this is happening after they get through PSI, after they get through arbitration or all the ifs. Hey, I bought 20. How many are in post sale? How many are ifs? How many are in arbitration? Oh, crap. Hey, I, got, I bought the 150 PSI seven-day guarantee. I need them home now. <laughs> There's reasons. Yep. So catch, a, catch the dealer on the front end. You're going meet the dealer while he's there, load the cars, send the video. Everybody's happy. Right. So what I've been noticing, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's, it's all about being proactive. Right. And and it's funny because um, I imagine that, you know, car hauling is a competitive industry, is it not? I mean, I mean not the way I do it. No, not the way you do it. Okay, okay, okay. But I mean, it's, I'd say probably the normal guy that does it. Yeah, it's it's real competitive, and they're, you know, what the, one of the things on the on the carrier side is is, uh, and I I talk to a lot of guys every day that are either getting in the business, in the business, need help. Okay. And one of the things I've noticed is nobody wants to talk to anybody. Car carrier guys, transport guys got some kind of insecurity, some kind of ego problem that they just feel like, I can't talk to you. You're bigger. You're better. You're scary. I don't know what you are. Okay. But what I tell guys, I say, look, we're living in 2019. Social media is a big deal, and it's a huge part of how these guys sell cars. If you walk into that guy and he treats you like you're a piece of dirt, that's not good for him, right? No. <laughs> he should care. I mean, he's not going to tell you, go away. I hate you. So. What I'm trying to do now is work my way into dealerships okay. <clears throat> because really it's just like you said, these guys don't know who to call and the people they do call are inconsistent. Yeah. They don't know how to communicate. So as I, as I start talking to dealers, I'm first question I ask is uh, where are you buying cars? Right. And I'm learning some crazy stuff. I didn't know. Like I thought everybody just bought cars at the same auction, 200, 300 miles away every week, same cars. Yep. Not everybody fits that model. No. Talked to a guy in Washington the other day, state, Seattle. He's like, yeah, we buy all of our cars in Pennsylvania and Florida. Yeah. Why? I mean, what, how long does it take to get them back home? What kind of mess do you have with that? What are you doing? Well, we have to buy those because we can't find the car we need closer. Now, that oh, makes no sense to me, right? Well, you know what? But it's also just the way prices are, right? Um, you know, for example, like for us, uh, big big SUVs, right? Uh, there's not a market for big SUVs here. There isn't. You'd be amazed how often we ship big SUVs down to the western part of the United States because oh. there just isn't necessarily a market. So cars, yeah, it's still, cars are going to have to be kind of moved around almost like dominoes, right? There are going to be, you know, plus what a car can get, what we can get for the car is entirely different from the East coast to the West coast. You know, yeah. if I had a, a small pickup truck, all right, I, I, I couldn't get two pennies for it here. There's just no market for it. Right. Yeah. But a small pickup truck out on the West coast, 
it's it's a primo it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a very desirable piece everybody's looking for it right so yeah unfortunately cars gotta get moved all around the place yeah and that's where again i think if i can get into a dealership find out what their model is and simple questions you know and i train little guys that are coming in i say okay if you don't like to haul big monster trucks and big monster suvs and big monster vans don't pull into the guy's lot that has all trucks monster vans and everything else big you know, that's just kind of, and that's, it's really crazy because you can literally pull into a dealership and you notice things right away. All the cars are lined up. <laughs> yep. All, they're all spaced perfect. Everybody that comes out has the same kind of outfit on and the same smile, right? And that's what I try to educate the carrier guys on is <clears throat> emulate, look like. You know, don't come in there with grease all over your face and pants and jeans and leave grease in the car. I mean, that's a good way to never do business with a dealer again, right? Sure. sure. <laughs> Take the time. And, you know, one of my favorites is look the guy in the face, shake his hand and say something simple like, hey, I really appreciate your business. Wow. It's, in some cases, <laughs> it's just that simple, right? And, you know, it's funny you say that because actually in our, on the automotive side, we're actually doing the same thing. You know, for the longest time, every dealership out there, every salesperson out there was wearing a suit and tie. That, yeah. that was the norm. You came into a suit and tie, but studies have shown, studies have been done and have shown that the more that we can emulate our customers and maybe wear slacks and a polo, right. it doesn't seem as intimidating. Their comfort level with the dealership is higher and they can get to a place where, you know, they, they feel more comfortable doing business with the dealership. They don't feel that it's this, um, you know, this, this big business type transaction. It can feel more like a family type transaction. Yeah. And so I, as I approach the carriers and trying to shift over into the dealer side of things, you know, <clears throat> online sales, let's talk about that for a minute. You know, that's, that's a whole new, where's that going to end up? It's new for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, you know, little Susie in the back room, but she's the online sales queen, right? And she's just selling them online all day long and they're going to five States away. Yep. Who does she call? How does she get those moved? What is she doing? Does she even have a clue? Not on transportation. No. That's not her specialty. It is Why definitely one of the last things we think of. I mean, <laughs> no, no, it is. It's true. It's true. It is, right? I mean, we're so concerned with the transaction is that, you know, what happens after we've actually completed the transaction is one of the last things that we forget about. But for, to your point, when we're selling cars online like that and we're transferring them across province or state or whatever, um, you know, that is your last touch point. So the person that's going to be out there doing that is a rep is a represent, uh, representing your dealership, right? So what are they driving? How are they pulling up? You know, um, I bought, I recently bought a pre-owned vehicle from a dealership that's uh, a couple hundred miles away from me, right? So they had the vehicle delivered to me. And um, the, the cool thing I thought was the person that delivered it, even though they didn't actually directly work for the dealership, they were wearing the dealership's t-shirt yeah. when they pulled up. Yeah. So even, even though they're not an employee, it was just like, okay, well, this is what I'm doing today. These guys gave me a shirt, so I'm going to put this shirt on when I go to deliver this car. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I thought so for sure. And to me, that's the way it should be. You, As a carrier, you should have that kind of relationship with your dealer that they say, hey, I really appreciate you going and taking this car. By the way, here's a free T-shirt. Throw it on. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, so the entire industry is under disruption, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's not just it, – it's – here's what I think 
the biggest correlation between both our businesses are, right? And we feed off each other, which is really important. Um, it, it, it's the little things. It's, it's the little things that are going to make a really big difference. And, uh, it, you know, there are changes happening. There's disruption happening in, at dealerships. There are people that own dealerships and in five years from now won't own dealerships just yeah. because they didn't take the time to change. There are people right now that are hauling trucks, they're hauling cars, and five years from now, they're not going to be hauling cars because they didn't take the time to change and evolve as well, right? What yeah. I think everybody needs to really kind of ask themselves is, is how do I start modernizing my efforts? And I like the word modernize because it's yeah. not so... I don't have a negative connotation. Yeah, like it's just, it's, it's, it's a positive thing. It's just like, yeah. you, know, um, you know, before you just, you know, you'd call someone. How do you modernize your communication efforts? Well, you send a text. How do you take it even farther? Okay, we'll send a video and a text. You know, it's just like, but it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing on our side as well, right? It's like how do we modernize our communication efforts. You know, there are still dealerships out there. When you go to their website, you see their their form fills. They ask for a phone number. That's it. Just give me a phone number. Yeah, that's it. Like, <laughs> whoops. Like you know, it's it's funny. We're talking about text, and um, everybody knows that if you want to get a hold of me, like. Um, Text is probably the third or fourth uh, form of communication on my totem pole. Like everybody knows because I practically live on LinkedIn, that if you LinkedIn message me, you're going to get me within the first five minutes because I'm I'm pretty much there all the time, right? You know, um, I have some dealerships that will Facebook message me, dealer principals that will Facebook message me because I'm already there. I'm on, they see that I'm on. So they're like, okay, well, I'll just message Jason. I don't even get a text or call. I actually get a Facebook message from them. Right. right? So I think, you know, when it comes down to it, it's like, how do we modernize our efforts? We got to start asking people like, how do they want to be communicating? To yeah, them? exactly. Very, yeah. Very important. You know, and it's funny. I've got a meeting after this meeting with some tech guys. So car haulers are stone age, man. I mean, we are. We just, we are stone age and we do it our way and blah, blah. So the tech guys are trying to figure out a way to connect the dealer, you, and the carrier, the Uberization of car hauling, right? (laughs) That's what everybody wants to do. Yeah, I'm thinking, man, that's going to be tough. (laughs) It really is. Everybody's Everybody's answer is just, let's just Uber. Let's just Uber it. We'll just, we'll, we'll come up with the next version of Uber for it. Yeah. And, and it's so foreign to me. I mean, I'm 48, almost 49. I feel like I'm an old guy. Social media has been really hard for me. I mean, this stuff that we're doing now, I don't mind doing it, but I think, oh, this is, this is different, right? Yep. I mean, I've, you know, this is really cool. I've, I've taken some of your tricks. I, I mean, I really have. From a sales standpoint, I've got to, and I show guys this all the time. So watch how easy this is. Watch. So I go to Facebook and we scroll through and we're, there's the car guy. He's got a picture of the husband and wife that they just bought the 2018 Toyota RAV4 and they're so happy, right? Yep. On the bottom of Facebook, you can like, comment, and share. I said, watch this. Share to my business page on Facebook. Count to about maybe 60. Guess who's my new friend? The guy selling the car, right? For We're sure. Friends. And it's, it's crazy. And it opens up a door. So to me, that's odd. I'm the old school guy. I just walk in. Hey, how you doing? Let's do business. Well, it's just a modern way of creating connections. That's all it is. Yeah. And yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. The funny thing is the process hasn't changed. It's just the tech has changed. Yeah. Okay? You know, you don't necessarily have to walk in, shake the hand and drop off some donuts. You know, exactly. you, can, you, know you can do the same thing virtually, you know, by liking and sharing some of their content. 
Yeah. And it, it works. And, you know, and this is what I tell car haulers all the time. I say, guys, look, if you ask Jason, how many cars did you sell last year, 2018 on August 22nd, 1130, 1230 PM, Jason's going to tell you this many. He knows. For sure. And they, I call it residual income, right? <clears throat> I said, if you build that relationship with that dealer and he's been around for more than a couple of years, I guarantee you he's going to buy more cars next week. That's what he wakes up every day to do is to sell cars. There's your customer. There's your client. There's your residual income. All you have to do now is service and get the cars there as fast as you can and communicate along the way. I think, look, at the end of the day, everybody's looking for a relationship. That's what it is. We all want, we all want a relationship. Look, when, um, when someone's buying a car, they want a relationship with the person that's selling them the car so they feel comfortable that that person's going to take care of them. When, when, when I got, I got to hire someone to haul my cars, you know, from the auction over here, at the end of the day, man, I just want to have a bloody relationship with the person. You know, I want to know I can actually trust the person. You know, if I'm going to bind or something like that and I need a, and I'm going to make a phone call, that's the person I want to be able to think of and say, oh yeah, no, that I got that guy. That, you know, it's just like, there's, there are two things that we value the most, right? And there's, it's, you know, time and relationships. That's it. Those are literally from just a, bare bones, human perspective. These are the two things that we probably value the most, right? So it's just, you know, if you're, if you're hauling cars, you're selling cars, you're selling widgets or Xerox machines or whatever the hell it is, right? right. At, the, at the end of the day, you know, what kind of convenience can you bring and how can you save that person convenience in the form of saving time? And, you know, and can you build a relationship with that person? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I, I agree hundred percent. And you know, it's funny. I, like I said, I'm always talking to car dealers. I always want to know what's going on. So I'm in Missouri. Uh, I've run into this guy. I hadn't met him. And I like talking to guys I haven't met. <clears throat> the big guy, kind of scary. I'm like, Hey, tell me a little bit about when you hire a sales guy. Like, why is it? Why am I asking that question? Right? Why? I'm not going to go work for you. I just, I want to know how does it, how, if I want to come sell cars for you, what are you going to give me? What are you offering? Yep. How, what does that look like? I don't know. Well, right now we do straight commission. He calls it like a 250 spiff or he had some cool name for it. Flat. <laughs> Flat. And uh, I'm like, wow. And so we keep talking. He says, oh, one other question that we ask is how many followers do you have on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Genius. And, and see, this is what's funny. A lot of people don't know this about me, but way before I ever got into the car home, I've been doing it 20 years, but way before I got into that, I was a sales guy for uh, investments, 403Bs at hospitals. <laughs> okay. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, right? But I'm reading Dale Carnegie, Zig Zig. I mean, I'm just, I love this. Classics. Stuff. Yep. Yeah, all the classics. And that's been a while. So I'm reading all this stuff and I'm thinking, if you really watch what you guys are doing, it really has a, a look to insurance sales. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a small base. You can come on here and you sell our brand. You know, let's talk about Nissan. You know, well, Nissan, I don't know. Well, can we turn Nissan around? What about Volvo? You know, there you go. <laughs> watching Volvo and Volvo's, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I, man, Volvo is really putting some nice stuff out. Oh, but, it's, it's great looking product. Yeah, if I'm a guy that wants to sell cars and I've got followers on Facebook, I'm going to become, this is my brand, and I'm going to sell the heck out of it. And it's it's kind of fun watching it from that perspective. Go ahead. 
No, what I was thinking, when, when it comes to brand, see, um, and there, there's a little confusion about, about this a little bit, right? Um, a brand is not necessarily what you do, all right? Um, your brand is actually more of what your passion is. Now, if your passion is Volvo, then cool. That can be your brand, right? But I think a lot of people get into this business and they think that they need to create a brand around whatever they actually do on a regular basis. You know, it's for, for example, like um, my brand has been kind of moved into this direction of training and coaching and like operations and stuff like that. But the funny thing is I don't do that. That's not actually what I do. I actually do marketing. Um, but it's just, that's been kind of the direction and that's what people kind of know me as far as the brand goes. Why? Because I'm, I'm super passionate about processes. I'm super passionate about operations. I'm super passionate about dealerships making freaking money, right? And not losing money, you know, month over month, you know? Yes. So, so like, you know, for example, if, you know, you're a call hauler out there, right? But your passion is apple pie, then that is actually what your brand should be about. Now, everybody that follows you because you're so damn passionate about apple pie, all right, knows what you do for a living. Right. Because you're probably eating apple pie while you're hauling. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but see, that, that, that now gives you the ability to relate with the person, not just based on what they do, but actually what they're passionate about. And when people make content about what they're passionate about, that content is a hell of a lot different than just say, hey, um, doing this again, you know, same thing I do every single day, right? Right. Talk about what you, what you love. Right. Yeah, I, I got a, I got a car guy, a uh, car salesman. His passion is Air Jordans. Now, I, yeah. I didn't even know that there was like this was like a really big thing, but I guess that's because I, I guess I'm not in that area. It's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, really. So, so he he has an entire like podcast and and Facebook page dedicated to Air Jordans, and his following is quite huge. But the funny thing is, it's not what he does, right? What he does is he sells cars. And everybody knows he sells cars, right. right? But they're relating with him on this mutual level of passion. So, yeah. you know, but the amount of referrals that he gets on a regular basis is, is huge. I mean, the guy is selling between 10 to 15 cars a month from referrals from this audience because they feel like they know him. Yeah. You know, they, 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 they relate with him on his passion of Air Jordans and therefore they're like, Hey, you know, one of their friends are looking for a car. I go, dude, I got a guy. I know a guy like he's, he's yeah. right. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, so, and I think that's what I think <clears throat> we have to look at when we're focusing on developing on a brand. Well, see, so like questions. So I hear that. I'm like genius. Right. So I, I think, well, how, how hard is it for a, a GM, uh, AGM to, implement that concept, that idea into the sales guys, the sales team, you know, how hard is that, Jason? Well, really what it comes down to is you're looking at, I know, um, it's all comes down to process, right? You know, an idea is only as good as how we can execute it. And for us to be able to execute any idea, we have to, we have to create and document a process. I mean, physically write it down, right? Um, right. Like you actually, it has to be a part of your training and coaching efforts to find out what these individual person's um, passions are, right? And then you got you to gotta be able to support them. You got to support them in their efforts, right? Like, hey, dude, yeah. your, your passion's apple pie? Cool, man. Let's give away an apple pie with every test drive you do, you know? Mm. Like, look, you could do the same thing for car hauling, right? right. Like, I, mean, I don't know, Ty. Maybe you are an apple pie. I don't know. Maybe. Mm -hmm. All right. 
But wouldn't that be funny that you're the guy that not only delivers the cars, but every time he delivers a car, also delivers an apple pie. Exactly. Yeah, I right? get it. You know, yeah. and it's like, hey, I like apple pie. You like apple pie? I don't know a lot of people that don't like apple pie. Mm-hmm. I, know, I, never said, I never said apple pie with cheese on top. That I don't understand. Well, what's funny is it's been years ago, but I had some, this is true, true story, but I had some uh, car dealer guys that were in Oklahoma. Okay. Oklahoma only sells, I think at the time it was three, two beer, right? So with okay. every load of cars they got, I made sure I ran down to the local quick trip. I found out they like Bud Light. Get a case of Bud Light bottles. It can't be cans. Throw it in one of the cars, right? Yeah. And it gets to Oklahoma. They love it because they've got five O beer, man. <laughs> it just it's right. it all That's always the bonus. And I'm not a beer guy. I mean, I, I can probably drink a beer, but I don't I don't so <laughs> I find out what their passion is and make sure that they get what they want. And talk about customer loyalty, right? Oh, hundred percent. No, but that's the thing, though. I don't think, and I think that's kind of the point where the conversation where we're kind of going with this, right? Is is that it don't matter what industry, what vertical you're in, all right? The customers appreciate the little things. It's the little things they remember. They don't remember these big grand gestures and these big things. What they do remember was, hey, do you remember the guy that used to haul cars and leave a six pack in them? (laughs) That was cool, right? Yeah, what was he at anyway? Exactly. And that, and it's, you know, and so just that again illustrates to me the importance of getting to know your customer, which is what you're yes. saying. There's the relationship. You exactly. got time, you got relationship. I had to spend some time with these guys to find out they hate three, two beer, but love five over. Right? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> it's like they never got caught. Yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> I had the beer in the trunk. But no, look, I mean, I think, I think this is, this is a great thing. Anybody that's listening and watching this, you know, we, this has been uh, a, a great time jamming with you, Ty. And thank you so much for coming yeah. on and, and doing this. But hey, if you're going to take away anything from today's conversation, it, it's to your point of know your audience, right? Mm-hmm. Get, to, get to know who these people are. I don't care what vertical or what product you sell. All right. Get to know who your audience are. And remember, two big things that everyone values, relationships and time. And if you can give them one or even possibly both back, all right, your, your perception of value is incredibly high. And it's not always about the money. It's about those two things. Yeah. Money, hey, money will come. Exactly. Right. You know, well, you know what? That's funny you say that. I actually just said that earlier today. You know, it's like um, we're always so focused on the results, but we very seldom ever focus on the efforts. And yeah. if we focus on the efforts and hone in our efforts, the results always are there. Yeah. But we're so damn focused on getting to those freaking results. So yeah. that's a good one. That's another one we're going to leave with, the, with you guys out there that are watching and listening to this is that I, we would love for you to go back and focus on the efforts and let those results come, but definitely focus on those efforts. Hey, for everyone out there uh, that's listening, watching to this tie and would love to learn more about what you do and connect with you, what is the best way to do so? Uh, I'm a text guy, but... Uh, I can give you my number and you can text your call anytime you want. <laughs> there you go. I love when people do that. All right. Give us, give us a number, Ty. <laughs> uh, 417-483-2764. Now, if somebody calls you and asks you for a six-pack, you'll know exactly where that came from. I'll know where to get it, too. We'll be there by tomorrow, right? Yeah. That's the way I roll. Get it moved. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. This is super cool, and I really appreciate you a lot. No, man. Hey, thanks. I really appreciate your support. Thank you for jamming with us today. This was so much fun.